Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and we are back for another mini Friday episode to break down the biggest headlines in Bachelor Nation. It's been kind of slow, and I was a little worried we weren't going to have content, but then we got those photos leaked just in time. It's like the Bachelor gods were working together. We got those photos leaked of Blake Moyne on the set in New Mexico of Katie's season of The Bachelorette. If you're like, who the hell is Blake Moynes? He was on Claire slash Tasha's season of The Bachelorette last year. He was very involved and very invested in Claire and kind of heartbroken when she left. But then when Tasha showed up, he jumped right into that. Basically, he's kind of like the ideal Bachelor contestant. He falls hard. He falls quick. And the show clearly agrees because they're giving him another shot. He is in New Mexico filming Katie's season, seemingly joining the cast. I Maybe not. We don't know for sure. There's a chance he could just be there to film a cameo. But he's kind of a random person for the show to pick to show up, right? Like, it doesn't totally make sense if he's not shooting his shot with Katie. So this all broke on Thursday, and it actually was an Ben and Ashley almost famous exclusive. And Ashley I said, quote, a lot of you were speculating because of his silence on social media over the last week. So you thought maybe he joined the season. We have exclusively have the pictures to prove it. We did it. We confirmed it. And then Ashley went on to say, if he's just been spotted now, if he's entering late, he's not entering too late. She said, noting that the first cocktail party was probably filmed on March 22nd. Since she said he's probably entering after the third row ceremony, I would say that this looks like he's going on a one-on-one date or just entering. So that also gives us, in addition to you know Blake potentially joining the cast or being there, a little bit more on the timeline. Because we knew shortly after Matt's season wrapped, they were in New Mexico quarantining, but it wasn't totally clear when the camera started rolling. Um, and according to Ashley I, it was around March 22nd. And we do know that the resort is open to the public again beginning May 1st. So that makes sense. So mid-March, we started filming the show. Usually it takes you know six to eight weeks. May, they're opening up to the public again. So now we also know that Blake Moynes has a friend on this season named Brandon. They're both from Canada and they follow each other on Instagram. And that was one of the bachelor ties I mentioned on last week's episode. So I guess there's a chance he's there because he has a mutual friend and they're trying to just keep it interesting. You know, these photos were leaked by Ben and Ashley, who obviously are in part of Bachelor Nation. You had Robert Mills tweeting out 
Us Weekly's link. We also got the photos. So it's maybe just to get people excited. I don't know. Never forget when Hannah Ann was spotted in Palm Springs and then never shown on season 16 of The Bachelorette. I'm still trying to figure out what happened there. It's one of my burning Bachelor questions. I will find the answer one day. But I think it was just to mess with us. So I hope that's not what's happening here because I do always love it when a Bachelor from a past season or a contestant shows up and tries to shoot their shot with the current lead. I mean, especially if you give them a fair shot, we can't have Heather again. We can't have what happened there. We need to, you know, keep it, give it a fair shot. So if this is week three, totally okay. If it's right before hometowns, so stupid. Um, we also have a paradise update kind of, this is all E news reporting that us weekly has not confirmed, but I thought it was interesting because it is getting a lot of pickup and they reported that casting has begun, which we, we did know. And that members of bachelor nation are apprehensive to sign up. Some are wondering what direction the season will take and are curious. if we will focus strictly on the contestants falling in love. A second source said to E news, they have, put out several asks to Bachelor veterans. Many people are declining due to the current state of Bachelor Nation. A lot of people are removing themselves from the franchise. They're claiming people like Blake, who I spoke to and kind of did imply maybe he was in talks again, but wasn't sure. Tia Booth and Becca Kufrin are in talks or they're hoping to get them or they've been reached out to. And producers are not considering most of the women from Matt James' season. I don't know if I believe that. I think it's definitely possible that the show is trying to bring back some old names just because that keeps people interested and you always love to see that especially if you can get any old leads back on paradise that's never really happened before and i think that would be amazing and there is something to be said for people feeling these last couple seasons i mean peter season matt season's kind of a little bit disastrous so if we bring back people from older seasons maybe we can get that like og paradise feel and get a couple like jade and tanner or you know carly and evan r.i.p but I just don't know if that's totally true. I think it's going to be a mix. And I think that it would be wild if they just didn't bring anyone from Matt's season. I just don't think that's going to happen. But there is a lot to choose from, which we've known from the beginning because of how the missing last year. So Paradise could be really interesting. Oh, e! News noted that the network has not responded to multiple requests for comment. I think they are very much in the early stages of Paradise. And because they seem to be reaching out to a lot of old contestants who are no longer under contract with ABC... Maybe that's why we're hearing so much about the casting right now, if that makes sense. For example, I told you last week that Grant Kemp told us that they reached out to him. He was from JoJo season and on Paradise 3. So I think there might be truth to them trying to get the old cast members back. I just don't know if it's going to work. And I don't know if they would skip all of Math contestants or all of Peter's girls. That doesn't make sense to me. Some of those people feel like they were cast on the show for Paradise purposes. Victoria. Either way, I'm really excited. I can't wait for Paradise to come back. As you know, um, I'm obsessed. And I think it's good to have a mix of people. And I'm hoping that people aren't shying away because of the current state of Bachelor Nation. I'm sure maybe there's one or two, you know, I, we can't say. I'm sure there are people who feel that way. But I also think it's going to depend on how Katie season goes, what they do with Chris Harrison. There's people on both sides, people on every end of the spectrum. And I think it would be a generalization to say that they're having a trouble getting people for paradise because of everything that's happened. I just, I have a hard time believing that maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. This was an e-news source again, before I let you go. I also wanted to point out some Claire quotes. Um, Claire Crowley, of course, our lead last year, half the time, at least um, was spotted with Dale again in New York city fueling, you know, what we already know. They're kind of back together, giving their relationship another shot, not engaged yet. Who knows what's going to happen. 
Um, but Claire did this Instagram live interview with the Girl Powerful Project and spoke about the editing of the show, which you know I'm fascinated by. And she said, quote, the one thing that propelled me to do The Bachelorette initially was to be able to show the imperfections of who we are, not in a negative way, but the imperfections just in general of who we are and to be loved and to love ourselves regardless of that and to set these standards for our heart regardless of that. She said she, quote, wanted to have the perfect fairy tale, be imperfect human beings and still be loved because of that. Then she continued and said, so it didn't come out that way and it wasn't edited that way, but that's okay. I love showing all the sides of who I am. We are all the same. So when Claire's, you know, couple episodes of the show last year were airing, you know, she was liking all those shady tweets about editing, about how she was giving guys besides Dale attention, but they were editing it to make it look like she was obsessed with Dale to make their whirlwind romance make sense. I'm sure there's truth to that. I don't think that they went into it saying, you know, Claire's going to pick Dale, so we should not even show the other relationships. I think when they realized what was going on, they knew they had to try to convince us that this was going to last, and that's what happened. Um, you know, I struggle with Claire. You guys know that I've been accused by some of you of being too mean to her. Um, but I think there is something to be said for how nice it is that she, you know, does believe in the show and wants to believe in the show and believe in love. And these quotes about being imperfect and wanting to show something genuine. I believe that. And I think that's admirable. I just don't know if that's the direction the show has gone in in the last couple of years, which could be part of the problem. I don't know. Um, but Claire and Dale were, of course, spotted walking a dog in New York City with their masks on. Not sure if they kissed with the masks on this time, but it's clear there's something going on there. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I hope that they make it work because I feel like she's going to take it very poorly if they don't. That's just my take. Um, so anyway, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons. That was just a quick little rundown of the biggest headlines in Bachelor Nation. We got Katie's season in full force. We got Paradise casting. And we've got Claire and Dale still flaunting their romance on the streets of New York City. Don't forget to come back next Tuesday for another Bachelor Nation interview and every Friday for a breakdown of your biggest headlines on Here for the Right Reasons. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.